The Trend, where you'll get enlightened perspective on trending news and topics with amazing commentary. I'm your host, RTL Faith. Welcome to the podcast. And as always, we breathe the message here that we are here to spread discussion, debate, solution, and overall compassion. Welcome everybody to the podcast. And yes, you saw you heard recently my introduction. We got everything revamped. This is like season two of the trend with RTL Faith Podcast. And we're just gonna keep on leveling it up from here. Uh hope everybody's having a great day. We are streaming here as well as uh have the podcast on all these different platforms. And today we're gonna be answering a very interesting question on what is the value of past religions current religions and mythologies and why people like to study them or understand them and have it incorporated with their life and in order to answer that question i have a great guest here a friend of mine and his name is broku so go ahead and introduce yourself my guy What's up, everybody? Thanks for having the podcast, first off. And for two, my name's Broku, or you can call me Brian. I run a channel on YouTube mainly talking about Black Clover, but we'll be branching to other manga as well. I'm also a personal trainer. It's my real-life job, and just excited to be on the podcast. That's an interesting question that we'll delve into. Yes, sir. And I think it's a very important question to talk about. There's a lot of very interesting discussions, and we all know the importance of religion, but also mythology in um in our current society and understanding the world, of course. And before we dive into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast and the content, of course, we're going to talk about the plug. Um, if you don't know, I always read off a review or a comment or something um, from someone, and I just want to share your feedback. Someone said, I agree with Kamal, a former guest in context. This is us talking about the whether or not you should separate the art from the artist in terms of like music or art and stuff like that even creating manga and anime for example um he said i agree with kamal especially with cancel culture these days people you least expect are getting canceled in my opinion people can enjoy their art without supporting them Appreciate that uh, comment out here. Broku, what do you think about the idea of should you separate the art from the artist in terms of like their creation and them as a person? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah, that's like a very like huge topic right now just because of the whole like JK Rowling stuff. Um, yeah, I think you can still enjoy the art. And I mean, of course, you can still like find ways to enjoy the art without supporting the artist if it goes to that level. But um, I mean, there's a lot of crappy people. There's a lot of good people who do crappy things and there's a lot of artists. So there's going to be a lot of, you know, interlocking there. So uh, especially if you're talking about people from the past, because we will always look at people in the past and even worse light because it was like a, just a different time, different culture. And yeah, so I'd say that you definitely can. There might be a limit, but I mean, I don't even know what that would be per se. But like, apparently I heard that Saddam Hussein wrote a book or something like that. And that I saw like Twitter talking about that the other day of like, support the artist. But then again, he's dead. So <laughs> I don't know, man. It's definitely an interesting topic, though. 
Yeah, it's definitely personal preference in terms of how much you can take from the person on whether or not you want to support the art. I mean, we got R. Kelly, for example, who's a scumbag, but he makes great music. Um, a lot of hate is going out to Deshaun Watson for yeah. the uh, accusations. But a lot of people think he's a scumbag, but once he starts playing football, will people start loving him again? We'll see. <laughs> so that is a very good point. appreciate your comment, of course. Um, so one other thing that I want to start mentioning into the podcast that this, the importance of this podcast obviously is conversation and the importance of conversation and how people are lessening in terms of wanting to have different discussions about different topics, different debates, of course. So my question for you, Broku, I'm going to ask the question now, let you mull over it. And then at the end of the podcast, I want to have you answer it fully and completely. So the question is, is there a time for you where you had a conversation, debate, discussion with someone and you disagreed completely, like you were not on the same side? So was there a time that happened? What was it about? And who was the person in terms of like, were they, were you close with them? Is it a friend, family or your enemy? You don't have to name drop, of course. So I want you to think about that. (laughs) Hold it. And then you're going to answer it at the end of the day. All right. I got it. Excellent. All right. So first, we're going to start off with OMU. I know you guys remember it. Overrated, underrated, or just right in the middle. And I'm going to drop 10 topics one by one. You're going to answer overrated, underrated, just right. And then at the end, I'm going to ask if you want to explain. And by all means, you can explain. All right. All right. First one. Volcanoes. Uh, underrated. Fortune tellers. Overrated. <laughs> Fitness. I'd say just right. Being vegan slash vegetarian. I said just right. The flavor of vanilla. Oh, that that could be all of them. <laughs> uh, I'll say just right. Okay. Zeus. Um, I'd say overrated, but still good, but overrated. Odin. Just right. Thor. I'd say I'd say underrated in the past, but same for Thor. I'd say just right. Norse mythology just got more popular. In fiction like the last few years i'd say so it's not an underrated anymore but not overrated yet black clover i'd say i'd say okay if we're talking about the manga it's underrated but as a whole it's just right the whole franchise is just right dragon ball z be honest <sighs> wait okay wait dragon ball z or just the Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball franchise. Dragon Ball franchise. We'll go Dragon oh, Ball franchise. Oh, shit. That's so hard. Because, like, I think that Dragon Ball up to Z is, like, amazing. And then Super, I think, is subpar. Um, I'll say it's... Even though I, it's still amazing, I'll, I'll say it's overrated. All right. Excellent. All right. Is there any one of these that you want to dive into a little bit deeper and explain yourself? Um, okay, I guess as a personal trainer, I'll talk about the fitness one. I said, I believe I said it's just right. Um, 
And that's because I do believe that even though fitness is very important, some people take it way too seriously to where it runs their life. And they take fitness so seriously that it actually gives them adverse health effects, either just health through their physical body, or I've had some clients where they take training to the extreme and they have severe mental and emotional stress. So I think that fitness is just right. And you can, it can just, if it's too much, it's too bad. If it's too little, it's also too bad. But yeah, I think it's, fitness is just right. Do you think in America, fitness is becoming undervalued? Um, that's hard to say because I, I say like, I'd still say it's just right. Just because I see a lot of people at the gym from like all shapes and sizes. Like there's a lot of people overweight that are getting in shape. There's a lot of people that are way too lean. There's a lot of people just in the middle where they, you know, they look healthy. And I think it's, it's a pretty even ratio, at least the gyms that I circle in my area. So like just based on my paradigm, I'd say it's just right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I definitely think it, it's an interesting question uh, in terms of fitness. I would say, I mean, you're a personal trainer. I love sports. Even like, you know, COVID doing what COVID did. I'm getting back <laughs> in my shape. I'm about to get yeah. like an eight pack. Don't worry. I'm about to get there. <laughs> but I always love sports. I always love basketball and stuff. So like, obviously for me and you, we have an appreciation for fitness. We have appreciation oh, yeah. for physical activity. But I will say in terms of this current generation, there's definitely more of a like disdain for like being fit, playing sports. I think, do you think being an inside gamer is now more valuable than being an athlete? Um, I guess it's hard to define value. So and like um, if you're a kid, and you mm. ask the kid nowadays, do you think they'd rather be a video, a gamer, a famous gamer like Ninja, or an athlete like LeBron James? Hmm. I think that a lot of them. I think it, it would be a majority would prefer gaming, but I still think there'd be a large chunk that would want to be an athlete, or if they did want to be a gamer, they'd still want to be athletic or in shape. Um, and I also do believe that even if, you know, like a kid wants to be a gamer and they might be like overweight or just not doing anything active as a kid, wanting to be a gamer that eventually they can get into, um, wanting to become fit. And I do think that like, as a personal trainer and like, you know, going through like my certification classes that our education system, they could make my job obsolete if, if our education system did the job of teaching people how to get in shape like it, it's it's like way simpler than you think like there's a lot of like mental and like financial obstacles to overcome because like you know the more money you have the you can get really good food that's healthy for you but it's gonna be way more expensive whereas if you don't have a lot of money you have to do a lot a lot more time to prep the food and stuff like that but if we just had a better education system we could teach people how to not get overweight or do help them find exercises that like they don't like because like it's part of my job is there's a lot of people that i see that they don't like working out but if i can find the exercises that they think are fun then that can get them into it so i guess that's like my perspective that's a great point okay very interesting um
All right, so we're going to dive into our uh, trending news, trending uh, important news topic. And for the most part, there's a lot of very interesting trending news. For example, um, it for some reason, I don't know if you're going to, I don't know what you think about this, but it seems like there's so many mixed emotions regarding the Queen's death. <laughs> I've seen some people parody it. I've seen some people be remorseful. I've seen some people hate the queen. I'm like, I've never seen so much divisiveness in terms of like, there's so many different sides to this. Um, do you, I don't really, honestly, for me, I don't really have an opinion about it because I'm not in Britain. I don't, it's like, I'm in America. America. But, from what I've seen, I'm surprised. What do you What do you think about the entire situation? Um, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Just because I, I, it's I don't know. It's just so weird that it's 2022 and we care about a queen dying. Like, I don't know. We I thought we've all agreed that like any sort of monarchy is not like fit for at least our current like culture and what most people believe in now. But again, again, like you said, I don't really care because we're in America and. I mean, even though the queen did have some power, they are still like more of a democracy now anyways. So it's like, it was more of like a status or a symbol role of like the history and tradition of what that stood for. But yeah, like I don't really care. But then again, the memes are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't, I I see them like, I don't know how offensive this is, but it seems (laughs) offensive. I'm just very confused. So... Yeah, I, I'm. A, I'm. A, I, I fully agree. For some reason, this is off topic. He says my order's been picked up, and your dasher's on the way. I didn't order any DoorDash. <laughs> like, what? what order is on the way? I'm so confused. What? That's so random. Okay, that that, random. off topic, but I just had to bring it up. It was so random. I don't even know what was going on in that situation. But yeah, that's like the big news: the Queen's death, of course. Uh, Apparently, they have King Charles, who's going to be the next head. Don't know how that's going to go. Don't know if that's even relevant. But, yeah, just had to bring that up. And we're going to lead into (laughs) some other very interesting news slash information. So I looked up uh, a website, and it talked about a slew of religious facts. And me and you, just going to go over it, um, see if you actually knew this kind of react to it so to speak okay. as well because uh, i find some of this information interesting so first thing is that christianity is the largest religion in the world with more than 2.4 billion followers i think not surprising yeah. news right no no i think that project projected that islam is going to surpass pretty soon mm. well islam is the second largest religion with 1.9 billion followers, so pretty, That's pretty close. That is very close, and this was <laughs> this was uh written down February 16th, so a few months ago. Oh, okay. So Rastafari is the smallest religion with 600,000 followers. That's still a big number. I, have you heard of Rastafari before? Uh, I mean, I've heard Rastafarian before, but. Is that what? What is Rastafari? Uh, I can tell you, but 
and neo-paganism has one million followers. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's like a growing religion because of TikTok. Interesting. So you've you you've heard about neo-paganism? I've actually obviously yeah. I know what paganism, but I didn't know there's a new kind of version, neo-paganism. Yeah, like a lot of people are like because of like mythology getting popular, a lot of people are believing in like the Greek gods, the Norse gods again, or they're like becoming like Wiccan, like a, like a witch and stuff like that, like this, worshiping the Druids and and that, I mean that goes to, like any form of like pagan gods from like any like region of the world, even like uh like African gods and like all over. Yeah, it's it's like grown because like it, the information spreading on TikTok and stuff like that. Well, that's um, part of the reason at least why it's growing. But that reminds me also a little tangent. I remember seeing the TikTok of this guy. He was testing the waters to an extreme extent. Where he was like, Eddie Witch, Eddie Witch, I dare you to curse me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, okay, if you curse me, then I want to see what happens. So he had a witch uh, say, okay, I'm going to curse you. And he sent her all the information he uh, she asked for. And she put a hex on him. And he keeps on kind of, I don't know if it's trolling the right word. But he's saying, okay, nothing's happened yet. So he's challenging the witches of TikTok. Um, I mean that that's that's pretty great. Like, I mean, I, I support like you know any what anybody wants to believe for like religions, especially if they're like not like bonding anybody. But some witches take it way too seriously. Like you know, like a lot of like the pagan stuff and like witch stuff, like the Wiccan stuff specifically is is popular in Portland, which is where I'm from. So like. I've literally seen some like a, a lady in the street cast a spell on somebody because they get like somebody almost hit them while they're crossing the street. And it is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. oh my god! Like they true, you could tell they truly believe that like lightning was going to strike them because they cast a spell on somebody who almost hit them crossing the street, even though they were crossing the street like a hundred feet from a crosswalk while they're on their phone and it's it's dark out and they're in complete pitch black with like black makeup on so you can nobody can see them and that they're acting like it was that car's fault even though the car like signed on the brakes and it was still like 15 feet away from them by the time they stopped so it's like it wasn't even that close so but it's just so funny how she took such an offense and started casting spells oh like she was man, a black clover that that is hilarious and that also reminds me of the aspect of like current generation of like individuals i see in their profiles um social media profiles dating profiles yes i'm still single so i see the dating profiles and a lot of them for their religion i see it probably the most other than christianity is spiritual so that's true i think definitely think that plays into the whole uh things you were talking about earlier in terms of like a lot of people become neo-pagans and witches and you know feeling the energy of the world and all that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so like i don't want to believe in religion but i want to believe in something type of energy so no, nothing wrong with that i guess as long as you're not toxic and uh wicked about it like uh, for the most yeah, part exactly yeah <laughs> uh speaking of islam there's a two main denominations sunni islam and shia islam Apparently, Sunni Islam follows the tradition that Muhammad did not name a successor, whereas 
the uh, Shia Islam follows the tradition that Muhammad designated a successor, which was his cousin and son-in-law, Ali Ibn Abi Talib. So I think apparently that that is the big disagreement from these two denominations is whether or not Muhammad chose a successor. Did you know that? I didn't know that was, I knew there was the two, those were the two main like sects, but I didn't know the reason why. And that's crazy if like they had such a big, like bitter, bitterness between them for such a seemingly, from my ignorance, small difference in interpretation, but. Yeah, I found that very interesting as well. I also want to, you know, there's probably some deeper in, uh, interpretation for it which probably could lead into the differences between some violent individuals in terms of islam faith and then some more like calm and respectful versions i wonder if that's the big distinguisher between the two faith uh two denominations or is it a situation where there are just some radical people and then it is what it is so very curious about that Uh, another interesting fact Easter eggs predate Christianity itself. Yeah, I mean, most of Christianity is a gathering of many different pagan religions. I believe Easter comes from the, uh, it's like some sort of European holiday and deity named like Oster or something like that. Well, apparently they say that uh, the evidence for Easter eggs is 5,000 year old eggs found as tomb offerings and Mesopotamia and Egypt is oh wow the first inclination of Easter or eggs for celebration for some type of ritual and religious celebration. I'm guessing they said the Sumerians and ancient Egyptians saw eggs as symbols of death, rebirth, and kingship. Okay, that's interesting. That's Very a long ass time ago, too. <laughs> that's a fact. All right, last fact before we move on the bible was the first book printed by gutenberg's printing press oh wow makes sense i don't know why that's like that's like both surprising but not at the same time right like you hear the news like oh makes sense though i mean like it's it is the bible after all and yeah america was founded so (laughs) you know it makes sense to me Makes sense to me. All right. So that's some uh, very interesting religious facts and news for everybody. So you just got educated in that segment (laughs) of yours. Uh, You're very welcome. We're going to move on to the next segment. It's called Contra Segment. It's kind of a would you rather type of situation. So I'm going to ask you a few would you rather questions. First one, would you rather be in the Black Clover universe or the Dragon Ball Z universe? I would say Dragon Ball. Um, It just seems like it'd be way easier to get stronger because like even like humans like Yamcha can become super, super powerful. There is a chance for me to get wishes from Dragon Balls, which doesn't exist in Black Clover. Um, while there would be people out there like Frieza who would be trying to take over the universe and stuff like that, and Beerus, 
or other people like possibly destroying it on accident. Uh, I don't know, yeah. like Black Clover. The difference, I guess, with Dragon Ball, especially on like Earth, which is where the series takes place, there isn't really like a class system that we see, and the technology is super advanced, so it's seems like a lot more of a not necessarily utopian, but like a pre-utopian society because of technology. Um, sure. Whereas Black Clover, as a classist-based fantasy, might not be as fun if I'm born with a low amount of mana. <laughs> mm, very true. Very fair. I like the answer. Uh, all right. So next, would you rather be a complete nerd or manga, anime, reading books, being a writer, or a fitness stud? Oh. Oh. Very interesting. Like, Something a lot I, of people are uh, contemplating nowadays. See, I, I honestly would rather be a nerd like i like i like fitness like that's my job i guess the, they're basically both my jobs but um i like the nerd part more because i'm a very like imaginative person i always like get lost in my own thoughts and like if i had to choose to either like i could work out every day like all day every day for the rest of my life or if i could just sit in my room and either watch stuff or read stuff or anything I would rather be the nerd rather than have to work out every day the rest of my Fair life. Enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Next ones are going to be very interesting. So if you had to be a hundred percent certain or come to realization for a hundred percent certainty that this religion was true and this, these type or this God exists, would you rather have it be Christianity would you rather be Greek mythology? Basically, I'll just put every mythology on the table. What would you what would you want to be the hundred percent true one in terms of like that that god is, exists, like these gods exist? Okay, um, that one it's that one's pretty open ended. Open ended. I would have to go with. Because, like, if you go with that, like, any religion, there's so many different branches of different pagan religions. You can basically find an, like, actual, like, moral-ish god with an actual, I don't know. So I'd probably have to go with some version of Norse paganism. Um, yeah, just because, yeah, I, I was a pseudo-Christian in the past. Like, the typical, like, American christian yeah. where you say you're a christian but like you've never read the bible that's what i was and then so yeah but uh, uh um yeah so like uh, yeah probably probably go with that i mean i wouldn't want to go to go to valhalla though okay all right we're gonna dive into that a little bit deeper i'm sure um two more yeah. okay if you're scrolling through social media what in your like personal perspective do you think you would react to the most? Like you'll get like emotional, not emotional, but like give the most feedback. What you may even comment, support, or get angry or whatever. A image of a celebrity with a fan, or an image of a cop saving a life. Um. Think about you scrolling through social media yeah. and seeing both these images. I, I mean, 
I think it would probably have to be the cop saving a life. Just because that seems like more important on a human scale. Like, sure, somebody gets happier because they take a picture with a celebrity. But on the other hand, somebody gets to experience an actual life. Okay, all right. That that's one of those one of two questions that I ask everybody because I find mm-hmm. it very interesting. A lot of different perspectives about it because of I do think there's a shift. There's a shifting perspective in terms of cops and oh, for sure. the the essence of like a life. Like people glorify celebrities to an extreme extent, so it's interesting to see kind of the dichotomy between both reactions. So oh, for sure, yeah, respect. All right, last one. Would you rather condemn someone you hate or forgive someone you hate? That's a tough one, actually. Damn. <laughs> um. Okay, let's first think of somebody I hate. <laughs> Go through the and, list. And I, I really only hate, like, you know, I think you can only truly hate somebody that you've actually known. Like you can think of people like, you know, celebrities or politicians, but it's hard to hate them if you haven't seen them or interact with them. I think there's only one person in my life that I hate and I definitely would not forgive them. (laughs) So Um, I'd condemn. Condemn them. Yep. (laughs) I understand that. Uh, It's really hard to, really understand these type of situations in the moment because like there's in terms of like a religion there's only one perfect being in terms of christian uh, christian religion as jesus and he forgives everyone despite what they do to him um so the act of forgiving someone you actually like hey like for example you are dating someone and you find someone this guy cheat uh doing or like your best friend doing something with their with your girl it's like how could mm-hmm. you forgive them but yeah. it also once you take steps back uh the realizations of how toxic and hateful the world already is makes me think that uh forgiving some people to what extent forgiving you don't have to like the person but forgiving them meaning like okay i just don't have hatred for you and i don't care like Mm. the hatred for you is gone i forgive you i'm moving on type situation you know what i'm saying yeah you know i I think that that is good to mostly forgive but i think that if some people aren't condemned for what they do, they can't encourage them or other people to continue to do what they're doing. Mm, very good point. Very good point. I'm sure one of these days, I'm definitely, we're going to really have to dive on to is condemning someone of actually actual worthwhile thing to do. Cause you may argue <laughs> that there are actions and I've made a moral scale that there is ap- most things I think is a gray area few things i think is absolutely evil and absolutely good and i can Mm. name a few things that are absolutely evil so you you could you're making a strong argument in terms of like those people who who do those r word things those pedo things Mm, may need absolute uh you know contempt but that's a discussion for another (laughs) day that is a discussion for another day 
All right, so we're going to dive into the uh, main segment of today's podcast, of course. And we're going to start off with this. Broku here is a light novel writer, webtoon more so than anything. Webtoon writer, oh. he's made a webtoon. Um, so I want, I've actually, I've read it. So I oh, have a feedback, no problem, my guy. Uh, I want you to talk about it um, and why you made it. And before you do that, I'm going to say that it definitely reminds me of like the. I'm gonna save it for after you do this. So, okay, yeah, tell yeah. us about your uh, webtoon. Why and why did you decide to make this particular story? Yeah. So basically, it all starts that I like years ago. I started writing this book, and I got like a hundred fifty thousand words into writing it, and I had a few people like reading it, give me feedback. They're like. You know, this book, like, this is your first book. And this is, like, this should be, like, a book where you write when you've already, like, gotten to the point where you've, like, published several books or whatever. So, like, they're, like, you need to, like, take a break on this book and start working on other stuff. So I started working on other stuff, like, in this universe of this, like, the the main book or whatever. So I actually started writing this, uh, it's, so the series is called Nine Fates. And... I started writing it as a light novel and I was basically writing a chapter every single week with like minimal editing just to like force myself to actually write and to just, I guess also see what it's like. It's not the same thing, I guess, as a mangaka because they're like, they're drawing every week, but like, they're also still, even though there is an outline, they still have to get the story out like every week. So I was just like, okay, I have this outline, but like, can I actually write a chapter every single week without everything else I'm doing? So I wrote the first like arc of the light novel called Nine Fates on my website that I had. And it was going pretty well. It's actually getting a lot of like views and reads and get, getting good feedback. And then it got to the point where people started actually making fan art of it. I was like, okay, damn, this is like, I did not expect it to happen this quickly. So then I got with Arto de Beru, who he would do a lot of my thumbnails. So he's a really good artist. And, so him and I started, yeah, yeah. So, uh, him and I started working on adapting the light novel into a webtoon. And so that's like how it started. And like, basically the the story is, is that like how I wanted to make this story Nine Fates is that as a huge Dragon Ball fan, I wanted to try and make like a modern Dragon Ball in my own story, like a modern written one that takes place in my world. So it's like a more like Norse, like fantasy style dragon ball because like the 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 thing is is that it's a it's a viking that was raised by elves that's like the main character's name sigmund and the goal of the story is to gather the nine scrolls of fate that are scattered across the nine realms because he wants to because if you gather the nine scrolls of fate the gods of fate come to you and you get a grant a wish because they'll change fate so that that wish happens and so there that journey is to get the nine scrolls of fate, travel the nine realms, get all nine of them to wish to prevent Ragnarok. So that's like the basis of the story. So like kind of taking the, some of the stuff from Dragon Ball and trying to take into my story and take inspiration from like many other like artists and authors do. Okay. All right. And why did you decide to make, obviously the Dragon Ball, the inspirations for manga and anime, all that stuff. Why did you decide to have it be centralized under a Norse mythology type of theme. Um, just because like Nor, I love like Norse fantasy 
just the whole aesthetic of it. Um, and I love like the typical like Viking character. And uh, but I also want to make it different because it is the main character is a Viking, but he's actually raised by elves in the realm of Elfheim. So it's a lot more like of a majestic, like golden light world. But he's like this brute who was raised in that world. Um, so kind of taking that dynamic. Um, and why I wanted Dragon Ball is just because it was the first, my first true thing that I like a comic that I just love because like you know Star Wars loved the movies and but like a like a comic it was Dragon Ball that like I that's I read like it's it's like 600 chapters or what it's so much like I, I read so much of it so quickly and it was just my life for so long that I wanted to do something like that of course it, it is very different from Dragon Ball but I just one of the things that I wanted to I guess change is make it so that I like the idea of gathering things to make a wish, but I want to like make it so that it's a lot harder, a lot more rare that that is the journey of the story. Whereas Dragon Ball now is <laughs> there's so many wishes, but so yeah, that's like because I like the original Dragon Ball story where it's just like Goku and Bulma going on the journey to get the Dragon Balls for the first time, and I wanted to like recreate that. But instead, the whole story for Nine Fates is just gathering because they have to go through the nine realms, like which are their own universe. So that's like the basis of the inspiration, but just kind of expanding on it and changing it a bit. All right. All right. Uh, so one thing I wanted to say, like after I read the, uh, webtoon version of it, uh, I found it very interesting. Of course, um, the, how you're kind of approaching it. One thing that came to mind, um, is seven deadly sins and not mm -hmm. because like your story reminds me of seven deadly sins. It's mostly because of how seven deadly sins, they he created a story uh well initially if you if you know seven deadly sins wasn't even supposed to be that big of an anime in the first place but it was so popular that he had to expand the universe it was supposed to be like a prequel to his current story that he's writing right oh, now wow. the four nights wow. of apocalypse um and his story is deep into a thorian legend and following mm. the premise of a thorian legend Arthur and some of the characters are inspired by things that are deep into like that uh legend. I don't even know if you call it what I, fantasy. I don't know. <laughs> I, are you talking about is Arthurian legend fantasy? I'm so, I'm so like, what are you folktale? <laughs> is it a folktale? Like I don't know how to kind of classify. It's like there are it. multiple umbrellas. <laughs> yeah, because it's not a religion, but it's well, not. There's also history in there too. There's history, but it's not real. So it's like, okay, yeah. I don't know what it actually is supposed to classify as. But it's like an ancient story, like a lot of ancient stories, and it's like very popular. And the reason why your story reminded me of Seven Deadly Sins is because your thing is heavily inspired by like Norse mythology. So there's a lot of like Norse mythology references to create your own type of story with that yeah. element behind it. So it could, and there's really not a current series that is like big in terms of like a thorian a norse mythology dynamic based series mostly yeah. things are like obviously like japanese lore and mythology or the thorian legend uh, legend with uh seven deadly sins and sometimes fate stay night will dive into stuff like that yeah um and even like more European, you know, magic and witches like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Black Clover, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's really not a series with Norse mythology. So I found it very interesting uh, that you're going that route 
And since it's very unique, it definitely will catch a lot of people because a lot of people like Norse mythology, especially since Thor is getting oh, popular, yeah. Odin's getting popular because of yeah. Marvel, obviously. So it's uh, definitely very intriguing and uh, very unique. So that's Appreciate one that. of the things that caught my eye for sure. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, no problem. But uh, to go- dive into that a little bit more in terms of mythology, right? So religion and mythology is very interesting. And, you know, technically these are religions, but they're fallen religions that nobody believes mm. anymore. But it's still very interesting to study, to know about, to know how it came about. Like, there's classes in high school and college where you could just take about mythology classes. So why why do you think the mythology is so fascinating, even though it's not real? Te- like, it's not a real religion anymore, is the best way to put it. Yeah, well, actually, it is. Like I, I said, like the whole neo-paganism, it, it right. is starting to grow as a religion again, yeah. Um, it is, you know, most people who enjoy it and, or, or, you know, read it or whatever, it is more so to enjoy it or learn, but it's not, most people don't, like, you know, worship the gods, but I think it's, you know, it's definitely interesting because it's, what, like, mythology is, is it, it's like looking into the mirror and looking back at our ancestors, because we can see these stories and see how they viewed the world, and like we're talking about with Arthurian legend, there is a lot of history in the mist they're just like you gotta like you have to have all these super smart people research and you can find like uh things that happen because these myths are just a lot of more things that happened or people that really lived or legends of people or legends of things that are all pulled together to form this narrative and like i said you can learn some really interesting things about what these people thought like for example like the difference between like christianity and uh like norse pagans like the vikings the you know the the christian christians they believe in like free will and that human humans can like you know do what they want and not you know nothing's predestined and stuff like that the vikings are very different they they have fates they believe that everything is fated for them that that everything that no matter what they do they're going to die this certain day, no matter what. And that was predetermined by the Norns, the, the gods of fate, because they, they weaved it with their red threads or their pink threads. Um, they, but they also did still believe in destiny, which a lot of people get the terms fate and destiny confused, and they can have different meanings in different religions or myths. But destiny is more like the journey towards your death. So like a lot of Vikings, they believe that, you know, they, they knew they were going to die a certain day in a certain way, but were they going to die on a farm or they're going to die as a king. So like the whole like Viking destiny was like, they tried to like make their life better, but then they still believe that they were going to die. And even then, still a lot of Vikings believe that everything was fated, that there was no destiny. So there's even within the different religions of the Viking religions, there was still a lot of like differences, but like you could see like how that influenced the Vikings and how like they acted compared to like the Christians who like believed in free will. Um, so that, like, a lot of interesting stuff like that, just from, and that's just one of the things in Norse mythology that you can look at and compare to other religions. And they were uh, determinists before, like determinism was a thing, is what it sounds yeah. like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I definitely think 
the another aspect of mythology that makes it very interesting is it seems like there's so much more like personality behind a lot of these mythologies like each uh-huh. of the gods are a character like a hundred percent like we we know what kind of person zeus is right at heart we know what kind of person hercules is and they're <laughs> yeah. all gods but they're all characters and to a certain extent very relatable to people as well whereas like 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 we've mentioned christianity jesus is perfect he is not relatable at all god is perfect people say it all the time you can't comprehend what god thinks whereas like mythology you can go like these norse gods and greek gods and all these other uh mythologies and they're you can kind of understand to a certain extent, even though they do a lot of things that are dumb as well, but it's interesting. It's relatable to an extent, not human, but like you can, you can kind of see through their eyes for a brief amount of time. So I think that's another aspect of mythology that why people find it so interesting and more than willing to put it in a lot of different stories. uh, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Marvel has Norse mythology, and then DC has Greek mythology. Like, it's like, you yeah. know, quick on that one. <laughs> or yeah. quick. Uh, another question is, what value do you think learning about these different cultures for, in terms of mythology really holds in our current society? Like, what, do you think that there is any value to learn about mythology in today's society? Yeah, I mean, I'd say there is value in just the fact that learning about it essentially uh, preserves history in a sense, because um, even a lot of the Viking myths, because like there's like the main like myths that everybody talks about. There's like also a bunch of other sagas that are like the lesser talked about ones, which are actually more history than myths. Like they actually had archaeologists and historians go through and find out that much of these events definitely happened because of like Christian accounts affirmed the Norse sagas and stuff like that. So there still is like history in like, for example, the Norse sagas. So I, I, I don't know too much about a lot of other mythologies because Norse is the one I've like read the most on. Um, and then, yeah, like I kind of what I was saying earlier, we just can see how people were in the past and how we've changed and even see how we haven't changed. Like there is a story in uh, Norse mythology where uh, Thor gets his hammer stolen and he has to dress up as a woman to get it back and trick a Jotun into thinking that he's a woman. And the whole point of that story was to show that um, that was like embarrassing for him. And cause he's super prideful. And uh, like, even today that's still a lot of guys would be embarrassed to have to dress up as a woman to, to, uh, achieve and regain their hammer and the whole story was to symbolize you know that was his manhood that was you know it's not just his hammer that he had to give but so he had to become a woman to attain his manhood and so just a lot of different Mm, stories like that's uh, a very interesting quote in today's society yeah yeah um there's like other stories with thor because he's he was you know odin was the chief god but thor was the most worshipped among the vikings most popular um so they're like a lot of the stories with him but like one of the his stories is he did a bunch of different contests against these jotun and he lost every single one like uh he did a drinking contest with a jotun and it was if he could drink the horn he won drink all the ale in the horn he would win the contest and he couldn't drink it all because 
the horn actually contained all of the ocean's water. And so he couldn't drink it all because there was too much for him. And then the one of the other contests was lifting up this cat from the ground, just picking it up. And he couldn't pick the cat up because the cat was actually the world serpent that shapeshifted into a cat. Mm, and then another story, one. yeah. And then another story was the King Jotun that he was in his lair. He had his grandma come out, and he's like, "If you can beat my grandma in a wrestling match, then you win." And Thor lost because, like a lot of the gods and even the Jotun, because Jotun are gods themselves as well, just a different tribe. They are a god of a certain concept or a personification of a concept, and that Jotun's grandmother was the personification of old age. And so because nobody can defeat aging, nobody can defeat old age, Thor lost. And it was like, it's because he went into every scenario overconfident. So that you can see that the Thor stories is if you just like slow down and analyze things, you might come out better ahead. And so just overconfident, you're going in and you lose everything because you're just too full of yourself. Because that's part of like what Thor was. He was way too prideful because he was always known as the strongest of the gods. Hmm. That's so there's a lot of stories like that in every like uh, every mythology where you can find things that still can be like good stories today. And it's good because people find these stories entertaining. And if you can find an old story that's entertaining, it can have hold more weight than a current story that can act as like a moral barometer or even giving advice on how you should act in real life. That is very interesting. And there's a lot of very valuable things that you said in there, uh, especially considering mythology gives you insight on the beliefs and the way of thinking that a lot of these people in history thought and how they believed and how they thought in terms of like their everyday life. Now, sure. You can find records of them writing down certain things or, you know, mm -hmm. artifacts of, of things that they created, but to really dive into their mindset and their belief system. And when it comes down to beliefs that can really wrap, you in terms of like the core behind how you are as a person because like faith and belief is really i mean even in today's society religion belief faith and all that stuff can be very intertwined into your very being and a lot in mythology it was in mm -hmm. every single one in norse mythology and greek mythology and egyptian uh, mythology it was wrapped into who you were. So these mythologies gave us insight on how these people thought, the lessons that they were preaching, and how they operate in their current world. And another valuable thing you brought up is how a lot of the stories inside mythology are wrapped around or give insight in terms of historical records that happened back then. Mm -hmm. And they also, like... Uh, what's the best word? They also keep record of mythologies. Probably, my guess, like they keep records of mythology as it's more sacred than just any other text. So it's probably mm -hmm. the best source of information in terms of like finding records of that uh, mythology and then relating to history. So that that's a very good point it not only dives into how people thought it dives into historical things that happened back in the past and the aspect of there being so much very interesting stories really could tell you that a christianity if you wanted more people to believe maybe you need to make your stories more interesting i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying did you see on Hulu how much they're advertising the show about a, the Antichrist? 
Uh-uh. Yeah, they're like uh, making a whole cartoon about the Antichrist. And I'm like, all right, Hulu's doing this. I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> Christianity. You need to step your game up. Because you're... <laughs> this, hey, you, if you don't want this to happen, you better step your game up. Because, hey, <laughs> this is going to be shown to your kids. You're, uh, imagine... All right, imagine a Christian mother goes and watch sees her kid watching Hulu. She go like, "Hey, what are you watching?" And he, she's the kid is watching a show about the Antichrist. Like, <laughs> that is, oh god, that would go down wild. But yeah. got it's kind of a game in a sword. You gotta you gotta really entice the generation, especially the people with low attention spans. Not everything can be motivational. You got to make it interesting as well. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying. Um, all right. Next question. How do you think... Well, this kind of plays into this very well. How do you think a committed religious person would feel to see you or someone else studying more about mythology and or demonology compared to religious texts bible quran etc etc how do you think the reaction would be um i don't know i feel like that's pretty hard to say because you can have committed people who are like they don't let their children watch harry potter but then you can have committed people who like to talk with people that are a different religion or anything else Better yet, better way to phrase this question. If someone who's committed but understanding and willing to have a conversation with you stepped up, it was like, why are you doing this instead of this? How would you kind of explain that to them? Um, I mean, I guess you could say that you just find it more interesting. Like, <laughs> like you're just talking about with like the whole um, better stories thing or, or whatever. Um, I, I do think that a lot of the the myths are way more digestible as at least stories than reading the Bible or um, probably other religious texts as well. But all right, this is what we're going to do. We're in a role play. (laughs) I would be the religious person because I actually had a people come up to me who are very religious because my uncle's a pastor and uh, I've been when I was younger, I was at church a lot, kind of had to go. Mm. And like, I went there, but I think there was an essence that I didn't really like fully. I was just there to be there. Yeah. And uh, like one of the pastors tried to come up to me and ask, ask me questions. And let's just say it didn't go well for him. But <laughs> I know how the questions are asked. So, all right, we're going we're to go. On. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm walking up to Broku here and I'm going like, hey, son. <laughs> Hey, son, why would you even think about studying all this mythology and and the word of the devil when you can understand more about God's only son, Jesus Christ? Why not? (laughs) Don't you want to be saved? Don't you want to go to heaven? No. (laughs) (laughs) Blasphemy. Uh... Uh, no, I don't know. Oh man, prove it, prove it's real. He's hey, you never know. <laughs> that conversation could happen any moment. Any moment, you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. Yeah, I just be like, are you sure you don't want to go to Valhalla? 
goodness. It's full counter. Um, okay, last question. So, do you think ghosts and demons are real? Um, I'd say that I don't think that ghosts and demons are real. But I do believe that there will either there is or maybe one day there will be revealed to be something akin to that where we would consider it like supernatural, but it really is natural just in a way we don't understand. Like um, if you ever just think about the universe and the innumerable galaxies and stars and the universe itself, which there might be an infinite multiverse and black holes and white holes connecting the different universes. And it's like, what's funny is people bring up like, because you know in power scamping people bring up like oh fifth dimensional sixth dimensional like but those are like real concepts like there could be fifth or sixth dimensional beings which we would consider them as like gods or supernatural but that would actually would just be like more like scientific because of their fifth dimensional it's like a scientific concept so i wouldn't be surprised if there is something like that like but not an actual like ghost or angel or demon but it would be something we can would consider related to it not like it's from the same religion but like there could be something out there that has wings or horns or something similar and it's just like in a universe above us and Mm. something like that like if you just think of like why like why is there even a universe in the first place like why is there even existence it's hard to answer without thinking that, that there is not like even a god but like just some something that created it or spawned it or like it's just weird why is there even anything when there could be nothing and then even like the inverse of why is there nothing when like it's that's such a crazy that's, that's that's like i love to take i love to take an edible and watch uh uh science like space documentaries and they're just like what the heck like the, it's insane like that's what makes me think there could be things like not actual like demons or angels from our mythology but higher dimensional beings or i don't know something like that yeah <laughs> i'm a, i'm i'm with you i'm person like agnostic so i'm like i'm ready to see what's about to happen that's kind of my mm-hmm. thing and obviously i've thought about extensively in terms of like how my mind works it's very like it goes through in a lot of different directions and my thing is kind of dreary but my thing is the ultimate answer to the biggest questions you or everybody may have will be death. That'll be the answer to the question, is there something more? Is it nothing or is it something? Gotta wait and see. I mean, literally, wait and see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gotta rush. You can wait. <laughs> you can wait and see. But I, I'm I'm with you there. Um, speaking of the universe, apparently the newest telescope—I'm pretty sure it's called the Webb Telescope—was yeah, so. uh, looking out in space, and we all know that with higher quality images, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, also, apparently, we can hear sounds from the black hole too. That happened recently, cool. but apparently, they saw images that potentially contradict the Big Bang theory. Oh so, yeah, I did hear about that. I didn't look into into it, but 
Well, it's uh, not confirmed, obviously, and trying to contradict the Big Bang Theory is going to take a lot of proving, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of how, like, apparently the idea is that since the telescope can see further in time, I guess, is actually the right terminology, it's finding universes that shouldn't be there. So oh, damn. that's why it's a big thing for... A, the Big Bang Theory might be wrong, so we got to kind of rethink our entire <laughs> scientific theory. That would be pretty wild. You know, the when it comes to space, it's really hard to pinpoint anything, at least on Earth it when is. we talk about evolution. Like, evolution exists. Did we yeah. come from where people say we came from? Don't know, but evolution, the concept exists, so at least we can prove that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What our last segment before we start wrapping things up? PC or C? I have two questions. One is a little bit more politically correct and a little bit more nice. <laughs> the other one's potentially cancelable. So two questions. Pick which one you want to answer, or you can answer both. Completely up to you. First question: What are the three nevers in your life? So that's the PC question. And the second question, do you believe there is a right or best religion? Um, I can't answer the first one because Siths don't do, or Jedi don't do an absolute. It can probably ruin that. But um, the, what was the second one? Uh, was there a right a right no, religion or the best right, religion right or best religion um i would say there has to be a best religion because but that's also i guess super subjective because it had to be by person or if you did like a popular vote because there's so many religions uh a right religion uh i don't think there can be unless if the question was shifted to per person but because there's so many different beliefs and what people want and what people don't want that I don't think there can be like the right religion. Once if you're talking about a correct one, like is one of the current religions religions right now correct and that that's the accurate interpretation of the universe, then I'd say there is no correct one right now. I'm with you there, but to go a little bit a step further, if you had to say obviously cuz like in terms of globally Mm-hmm. Um, I'll stand by. We all should just learn English because I'm American. I don't want to learn a different language. That's just completely biased. Bias American. But when it comes to religion, do you think if you had to pick one religion that everybody had to follow, do you have one or what would you pick? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe like Buddhism. Interesting. Do you have a reason why? Because <laughs> uh, I know somebody who's a Buddhist, and the, of course, this is like the law of averages of people I know, but they treat other people better than most Christians that I know. Mm. Not to say like I like the vast majority of Christians are good people. So I just want to clarify, I'm not saying that they're bad people, but just no, from a religious perspective, yeah. I see what you're saying. Isn't Buddhism the one that follows the um, aspect of karma, right? Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, 
compared to like, a lot of like the golden rule of like to just treat people the way you want to be treated but yeah um, yeah that's a lot pretty, less dogmatic exactly like you like you want to be you if you want a good like like if you want to have a good reincarnation or go to the afterlife then you want to yeah. be a good person whereas in christianity the aspect of being a good person is believing in jesus but you have to believe in jesus in a way to make sure you're a good person it's a lot more less straightforward compared to buddhism in that way but yeah. all right fair enough all right we came to the end of the episode i asked earlier in terms of had, was there a conversation that you had where you disagreed vehemently etc etc so how did that conversation that heated disagreement go between you and the other individual yeah so shortly after i got certified as a personal trainer part of like this package so like this i bought this package and it gives you like classes on like fitness and the muscle groups and all that gives you like business classes to help like start your training business and then it gives you stuff like oh go to this personal training conference meet other personal trainers learn stuff like that and then i so that came with that so i went to that and this was a few months after i'd been certified i had been training people uh for a total of like six months and maybe half of that was while i was certified because i was actually training people people before but it was just for free just to get more experience and the, the, so three months of being like a full-time personal trainer as my actual job and uh one of the people that was in my group was trying to say that cardio is not good for losing weight and so that's like the whole like this disagreement you're talking about you asked me is like i have just the cardio gets such a bad rap by a lot of people in the fitness community um i think a lot of it's just because people like to lift weights more than run or anything like that and i i mean that's me too i i hate running or any form of almost any form of cardio except for i love going on hikes but um lifting is just more fun it feels more rewarding it's easier to track progress but in terms of like losing weight or losing fat cardio is like just objectively way better so like we got in this huge disagreement and it, it was funny but uh it's not like we were like yelling at each other or like getting aggressive it was just like pretty much any other disagreement was just like one back and forth and then it would go on the next but we went on for like 15 minutes and um we were we were cool afterwards but i could just tell that most people agreed with me and not really anybody agreed with him just because most of the people that were there had just gotten certified or were new like trainers and um like cause this is a conference not just for the people that like bought the same training package i did to become one that this was like a like a, I guess, a local thing. So any trainer in the area, even if they were trained by a different academy, they could go there. So this is a guy from a completely different academy. Um, and we're all just like, like this is stuff we just learned. Like, if you move, if you move your body, your body needs to burn energy to do that. And you can burn way more calories, way faster doing cardio than you can lifting weights. Like, it's good to do both. But, like, he was trying to advocate that... Uh, never do cardio for your clients because it's just going to make them lose muscle which 
you have to do a lot of cardio to lose muscle. And it's also bad because you need to do cardio for heart health as well. So it's like, we just got this huge disagreement. Um, and he kind of eventually just like stopped talking. And then like the, the head of the room, which changed into a different subject to talk about. Cause it was kind of like um, the head of the room with, he'd write on the board, like uh, pre-workout and then somebody could speak and then you could talk. So he wrote down cardio and then that other trainer was like, uh, yeah, cardio is not good. It's not good for losing weight. Just make people lift weights, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, that was like the huge disagreement we had. It was a little awkward because him and I were the like only ones talking. Whereas almost every other topic was uh, at least like a quarter of the room would get involved. But yeah, that's like the disagreement we had was just over cardio. <laughs> Typical fit- fitness trainer drama. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so the conversation for the most part, was it civil or did it get overly aggressive? Uh, how did the the flow of the conversation go? It was It was civil. I mean... People could probably tell the annoyingness and or t- like how we were getting annoyed at each other because um, he didn't. It could tell that he was annoyed that I kept like challenging his his view, and and they could tell I was annoyed that even though I was like you know bringing up all these points, he would just move on to a different point instead of addressing it. It's like oh well, like I I would say well you know you burn more calories doing cardio versus lifting weights, and then he'd move away and just be like. Oh well, if you do too much cardio, you're gonna lose muscle. And be like, you have to do a shit ton of cardio to, like, to actually lose the muscle that you gained. I'm just advocating for a, a certain amount that's good for losing weight and heart health. And then he'd be like, oh well, you can just do blah 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 blah. blah. So it's like he wouldn't even like challenge the points that I would throw at him. He'd just switch to a different one. So like, I kept getting annoyed. But it, I mean, it was civil though. Despite despite the annoying annoyingness in our tones, you could tell we were annoyed with each other, but we weren't yelling or anything like so yeah it was, it was still simple but that's like the last thing i can like remember vehemently disagreeing disagreeing with somebody in person like i do that all the time with my youtube channel because you know anime fans and their opinions but in real life that's like the last one i can think of so yeah, it's been a couple of years all right um so you said if for the, for the most part stayed civil so did you end up agreeing to disagree or did you come to a conclude a solution? I mean, we didn't really get to because then the uh, head of the room was just like, "This is too long," and he wrote like I think he wrote like a uh, protein powder, and then the, the subject just changed because the dude was a, the dude in the room. He was a master trainer, had like his master's degree in um, kinesiology. Was right. I've been training for fifteen years, so he was just like going off topics, and he would get a, our general like knowledge, and then at the end, he would just he gave like an hour like lesson for us and so yeah so okay the whole point of that was just to get people talking and to so he knew like our different levels of like knowledge on fitness i understand i understand yeah okay but we didn't get to even know if we like i mean i i still disagree but i don't know if he actually changed his opinion or okay so last yeah. thing about it is for the most part state civil you guys had your disagreements you know there isn't some annoyance about it if you had to revisit the conversation with this individual, how would you handle it a second time uh, versus the first time? Um, I I don't know. I don't know if I'd do it any differently just because, like I said, like the speaker was the one in charge or, or whatever. Um, 
I think it'd be better to I yeah, mean, without have, the like, uh, someone it'd be better working to, over you. Yeah, yeah. If it was just like a uh, discussion or even a debate format, it'd be better just because it'd be actual structured and. Um, but yeah, because it wasn't very structured. Because like I would just say something, he would switch, and he wouldn't even defend anything. So um, if it could f even like get it out to like some sort of a like at that conference, there was panels. If that would be an interesting panel, I think um, to discuss cardio itself. But yeah, either just a longer actual discussion just between him and I, and uh, having just like segments like you do with this uh, podcast. Like you have a segment, you talk about it, and then you fully explore it, and then you go on to the next point. But like that didn't happen because it was just point, 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 point. Like didn't get a discuss. Like because it wasn't even a discussion at that point. He would say one thing, I would say why well, that's wrong, and he'd move on to the next. There was no true back and forth between like general points. It was just like broad, a broad discussion. So right. it wasn't very meaningful. Okay. All right. So, yeah, for the most part, it definitely sounded like, um, at the very least, it was civil. It wasn't overly toxic, overly negative, potentially violent. Like, it wasn't any <laughs> no. of that stuff yeah. that <laughs> debates can enter into, depending on the topic. Um, you're, for the most part, very civil. Uh, one thing, one aspect, either, you know, the person, at the very least, um or both depending on this how the situation actually went is addressing i think one of the bad things that a lot of people don't do is they don't listen and they don't yeah. address things that are being said they kind of skim over it so that's a lesson for people who are listening in if you go into a debate or discussion or conversation i know it, it's hard but like um listen you know listen yeah, to exactly. what the other person said comment about things that they said and combat things that they said and still leave relatively civil for broku's case he even though he was relatively annoyed it wasn't like you hated everything that this guy stood about and you wished him to die in a fire no you know? yeah. <laughs> so i think that's a big point you can agree or you could disagree vehemently like i completely disagree with everything you're saying and your entire <laughs> point i don't yeah. hate you you know we'll we can even discuss it again yeah you know? so no, that'd be fun yeah i mean because now i even know more in the two years that i've been training because i've been you know two more years of experience training people and then also, I had to because every two years as a trainer, you have to get recertified to make sure you still know what you're doing. Uh, right. And so, within those two years, you have to take more classes to get recertified. So it's like I also took classes even more in the last year. So I like not only the experiments, but also or experience, but also like the actual learning. I'm way more not going to probably even go more in depth of why he's wrong and like or I mean, I also I probably I guess going back to I, I might because I. I think a really effective way to communicate is to steel man with somebody. Like if I would have said like, you are correct that if they do too much cardio, they're going to lose muscle. But that's not my point. My point is, is that they need to do a level of cardio. Cause I was mm. just like, I didn't ever like steal. Cause technically what he was saying, it's correct. But like, it wasn't correct because that's not what I was saying. Like I should, if I would have steel man, it maybe it would have been more effective, but um yeah hey that's an excellent strategy yeah bonus points for that because <laughs> yeah a little human psychology 
people like to be told that they are right. It yep. is what it is. <laughs> so that is a great point because once they hear it correct, it's like, oh, wait, what did you say? And then it, it just clicks something into their brain to listen to why are they correct, right? Yeah. So just some human psychology for a lot of people out there. If you didn't know, now you know, of course. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, that is all we got for the podcast. Appreciate you coming on, BroQ. Um, any last-minute yeah, words or last-minute plugs about um, what you do and all that stuff? Um, I'll say just make sure to like the stream, comment for – or like this podcast, comment for the algorithm – Go to all the plugs and give it a five star reviews. Like I'm, I'm about to support the trend podcast and RTL Faith. Um, good podcast. So just keep watching and keep supporting. And uh, I'm glad to be on. And I would definitely down to be on again if you want to have me. But yeah, just uh, help support Faith in the trend. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And you guys listen to the man. He's spitting facts right now. He's spitting facts <laughs> on the podcast. So make sure you do that, of course. Um, there's a lot of plans ahead. Again, just to repeat, this podcast will now be uploading official episodes Tuesday, uh, Friday, and Sunday, 7 a.m. EST is when the audio drops. So be in tune for that. And you can listen to it on the different things you're doing, driving to work, working out, a lot of different things. So y'all have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Just a reminder to never miss an episode. If they publish Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday at 7 a.m. EST. So if you're driving to work or you're working out, tune into the podcast. Also consider visiting the website www.thetrendwithrtlfaith.com and leave a review so I can personally thank you for your support to the podcast. So again, thank you so much for listening. And remember that solutions can only really be made through proper conversation and discussion. Take care.